1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for joining me. This is the Triple Threat Podcast, along with my man, Scotty D. First off, I want to thank Snappy Home Services. They provide electrical, plumbing, heating, air service to all of Metro Atlanta. Just saw Scotty Revenue his Snappy shirt. I got to rock mine next week, I got one as well. But they give out lifetime parts and labor warranties. locally owned and operated, supporting numerous local high school programs around the area. And they, you know, hey, give them a call, 770-424-SNAP or check them out on the web at snappyservices.com. Of course, like I mentioned, they do plumbing, heating, air, And we're doing a special promo code. If you use the code TRIPLE THREAT, they're giving you $75 off your next appointment. $75 off, people! Come on. That ain't hard. That's pretty good right there. All right, Snappy makes homes happy. We appreciate Snappy for being a huge partner of our particular show. Scotty D., you love Snappy. You've been with Snappy for a while. Uh, So always love promoting those guys. They do a great deal. We got a great week. Got a great show. It's been a great week already. A lot of stuff has happened throughout this particular week. On the show today, we got my man Mackenzie Mills. He is a minor league baseball player. He's going to take us through some of the, the trials and tribulations of how COVID has affected him as a minor leaguer. Drafted by the Nationals back in 14, recently with the Marlins organization. So this is a guy who's been around the league and understands what it takes. And he's going to give us his intake on the baseball playoffs as well. So we're looking forward to listening to my man McKenzie Mills on today's Triple Threat podcast. Also, let's jump right into what's going on in our world of sports. Let's talk about the NFL. The NFL so far has a lot going on. We talk about some of the big-time games. We talk about some of that happened last week. Scotty, what was your biggest disappointment from last week? <laughs>
0: That's too you're easy. You laugh. You laugh. I know where it's coming from. Go That's ahead. Easy. The Falcons, man. The Falcons again.
1: Something happened with the Falcons. What happened?
0: I don't know. I I, I told That's you the I told you earlier I quit the Falcons, DJ.
1: <laughs> you can't yeah. quit them, bro. You can't quit them. Why you gonna quit them?
0: Oh, I almost said something really offensive about them, but I'm not gonna say that. But I think
1: everybody knows, man, the Falcons blew a big lead yeah. in that ball game. Two weeks in a row, the Falcons have failed when they should have won the ball game. The Falcons should be easily 2-1 right now mm-hmm. at the worst. Uh, blew a 26-10 to 10 lead. Uh, Nick Foles comes in and looks like the savior again for the Chicago Bears. They benched Mitchell Trubisky. Scotty, D., what did you think as the game was winding down? Did you think it could happen again?
0: I knew it was going to happen again, DJ. <laughs> I quit. And you know what? You didn't think they learned
1: from what happened last time?
0: Well, I don't know. I just, I've seen the story a couple times now. <laughs> I, I just, it's like, it's like the, the fourth time you watched Rocky, DJ. You knew what was going to happen at the end.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. I got you. I'm with you, I'm with you man. It was a tough, tough day for the birds, for sure. Uh, Cowboys, another game. Cowboys and Seahawks. Really good game, man. Yeah. Seahawks are impressive still. They go out and get another win. Cowboys tried to fight back. Dak is still playing, I think, at a high level. Scotty, what'd you think of the Cowboys Seattle game? It
0: was it was entertaining. It was fun. That's that's the kind of football game I want to watch. You know, um, yeah. I, I I'm a really big fan of Russell Wilson, and I'm becoming a bigger fan of Dak. Frankly, you know, I'm, I'm I i was not Pay that dude, man. Pay that dude. Pay that. I, I'm, I've not been too too opinionated on whether whether he should be paid. I think it was a stupid move not to pay him six, eight months ago or a year ago, but um, they're going to pay now.
1: Jerry, pay that dude. Bro, what you doing? He's finna to make you hurt even more in the pocket, especially if they get a couple more wins. I think he's leading the NFL right now in pass yards. So putting up three 400-yard games, Every we giving his team a chance to win, bringing them back. So that going to get that bread soon enough. All right, move on to the Monday night game. The much-anticipated Chiefs and Ravens, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, two NFL MVPs, a Super Bowl MVP. The hype was there, and then there was no hype. The Chiefs come out and they crush the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson didn't have his best game. Oh, Scotty D, I know we all were excited for this game. What were your thoughts about uh, Lamar Jackson calling – Kansas City and Le- and Patrick Holmes, it's kryptonite.
0: Uh, th- you don't say that. You don't. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, he can't I, beat him, bro. He oh, he over
1: for him. He uh-huh. over against
0: him. I'm 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 um, I'm on vacation, and that's like Monday night. That was I was all I was anxious to do was to sit and watch that game, um, you know, cool off my sunburn and 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 watch. Ja- uh, Jackson and Mahomes go at it, and one of those didn't show up really. Um, <laughs> I don't you know, I'm not, you're you're way smarter at football than I am, so you probably know there's a hundred reasons it happened, but but from a, no doubt, a, no a casual fan like me, Mahomes bald, Jackson stalled. <laughs> okay,
1: Scotty Deep dropping some lines off. Oh. Yeah, that was
0: right off the top of my head, man. So
1: that was off the cuff right there, Yeah. Huh? you will going to give us a high 16 next time. You're going to drop the balls over there, <laughs> Hey, uh, we got our first uh, – some unfortunate things happening in National Football League with some COVID tests. Uh, Steelers-Titans game has been postponed. As of right now, they're thinking of playing this game either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, the Titans had a few people come up with uh, some positive tests of COVID. I think it was about four or five guys that came out with – some positive tests. So that game looks to be postponed and hopefully that's not a trend to come with guys getting tested and, and not passing. So ultimately they had more tests, a bunch of the guys, everybody else has tested negative. So those guys will go on the COVID, uh, list going forward. Um, obviously a big game, Titans, Steelers, Titans, you know, three and right now Steelers, you know, same, you know, both winning. So this is a huge matchup in AFC, uh, when it does happen Scotty D who you taking
0: uh the game in tennessee or is it in pittsburgh it's in tennessee isn't it yeah
1: um
0: i don't know i still i i keep i keep the titans keep um i i keep doubting the titans and they keep mm-hmm. winning so i guess i will take the steelers again okay but I, I don't, it, but here's what i understand is is it, is it going to be played on Monday? It can be played on Monday or Tuesday. That's what they said so, as of right now. So Sunday's not good, but Tuesday is good.
1: That's, yeah, yeah. Put, put it hours. That's all they need, bro. That's, that's all they weird. need. Come
0: on. That's that, I, I've not heard that come from the CD <laughs> and Dr. Fauci. I haven't heard that, that information, so that's interesting.
1: All right, man. Let's move on college football. This past weekend was the start of the SEC football getting played a lot of Uh, teams, I would say, are looking forward to a big run this year. We saw a couple teams look less than unimpressive. Uh, Did anybody stick out to you, Scotty D, with their performance this weekend in the SEC?
0: Yeah, a few. Uh, Texas A&M barely beating Vanderbilt. George has has got offensive issues. Lane Kiffin threw all over Florida. Well, not not Lane Kiffin, but his offense threw all over Florida. So – I, I, I and, 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 frankly, I wasn't too – I think the least surprise of the surprises was LSU losing. Um, that's the game – I told you last week, that's the game I was looking forward to the most this week was, was seeing Leach and see what LSU is. And, I mean, look, the, the bottom line, you lose as much as they lost, how, you, you can't expect to, to pick up where they left off.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think you expect them to pick up where they left off. But, you, I think – a lot of people expect them to win their ball game. You would think that Ed O and his staff have recruited good enough where uh, a first-year coach won't come in and you know, to do what they did. Mike Leach and his air raid offense. Everybody talked about it wouldn't work, uh, but KJ Costello, the Stanford transfer, comes over and he goes Seven. 36 of 60, 623 <laughs> yards and five tubs. We're talking about a talking about a welcome to the SEC moment there. That's pretty cool. He crushes the SEC passing record uh, in a game, in his first game out. So big props to Mississippi State. They're going to be a problem, man, because they're going to score points. They're going to put defenses on their heels. Yeah. This is going to be a Mississippi State team. I think a lot of people got to keep their own. Not just this year. They're going to surprise some people like they already did. Yeah. But down the road, this team is going to be just as crazy. And Oh, man, I love some Mike Leach. Mike Leach is already talking about if you're looking for a bandwagon, <laughs> he got one. To yeah, jump on. I, think
0: both, I think both those schools in Mississippi have potential to, to s- screw up some seasons, man.
1: Man, Osiris Mitchell, seven catches, 183 yards, two touchdowns. Their big time back, Colin Hill, eight mm-hmm. for 158. That's receptions.
0: That's receiving, yeah.
1: 158 reception yards, which was crazy. Uh, you mentioned the Texas A&M beat Bandy 17 to 12. Mon, yeah. not as impressive as you think in that system. 17 to 28, 189 in the touchdown. Not as impressive. And the Georgia Bulldogs, which I was on this call, mm-hmm. uh, had a chance to call this game. Uh, they were down 7-5 to five to Arkansas. New head coach Sam Pittman, Kendall Briles, offensive coordinator, Barry Oldham, defensive coordinator. So it was different, man. It was different being a part of that, watching Georgia struggle in that first half. Yeah. Dewan Mathis gets the start for Georgia, struggles. A lot of guys around them didn't really play well. Offensive line was struggling in run game. Uh, but to go up seven five at halftime, I think a lot of people didn't expect that, no. Scotty.
0: Big no, but they they were they just needed a three run home run to take the lead. So <laughs> uh, that yeah, that was a weird score. I had I had uh, gotten tied up in that in the the other game. So when I flipped over, it was seven to two, and I was yeah. like, "What is going on?"
1: Yeah, so, no, no, not a, not a good sight, man. So Georgia puts in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, defense is good, man. They fly around. They got a lot of guys with a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring in Stetson Bennett, who actually plays pretty well, brings that Georgia offense to life, and Georgia ends up winning 37-10. to 10. Big game this weekend, though. Mm-hmm. Georgia and Auburn and Athens. Mo mm-hmm. Nix, uh, new look Chad Moore's offense under Gus Zone. This should be an interesting game. Auburn's offense will be a lot better than what they saw last week in Arkansas's offense with Seth Williams and Anthony Swartz, all the speed they have outside and uh second year quarterback in both Nick's who can run and throw. So um, who do you like in that one, Scotty D? I mean, I know you saw UGA last week. I don't know if you saw Auburn. Who do you like in that ball game?
0: I got to go with, I got to pick Auburn based on what I saw last week. Um, I. I you know, it's the same way I feel about my Gators. I feel I'm not that worried about Florida's defense. I think that's in, that they can fix that. I'm a little more concerned about Georgia with their quarterback situation and, and, and having a whole team buy-in and also yep. not taking the reps. But you got somebody with a Superman cape coming in, don't you?
1: I mean, it's going to be interesting, man. You know, I think a lot of people are on the Auburn bandwagon versus Georgia the uh, what they saw last week. I mean, yeah. I don't blame them. It wasn't the prettiest of games, but, hey. Kirby's got a week to get it right. Um, JT Daniels was cleared this week. Yeah, so he's um, so going to play? Yeah, yeah, play. I think he I, th- I think he will play, man. I think he will be a yeah. big part of what they do. They got to see what they got.
0: Mm-hmm. They see
1: Mathis, you know, he wasn't, you know, the strongest game of, for him. I think the kid's still going to be good. I think he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. He brings the skill set they like. That's admitted as a proven guy who's played in Juco, now played in that game was Arkansas. Now see what you got in JT Daniels. So we'll yeah. see. Which way Georgia goes. And last but not least, uh, talk about your Gators, man. Gators beat Ole Miss, Trash, 30 or 42, 462, six tubs. But the dude who scares me, Kyle Pitts. Oh my goodness. Eight catches, 170 yards, four touchdowns. And this guy plays tight end, people. Tight end. The guy can do it all, man. He's a matchup nightmare for anybody. Florida offensively. Uh, I think it's going to be tough to beat with Dan Mullen. Uh, you mentioned their defense. It's gonna be fun to see what Florida looks like uh going forward. Oklahoma this weekend took an L, Lost <laughs> to Kansas State, 38 to 35. Oklahoma one of those teams that everybody thought could possibly be in the college football playoff. Lincoln Riley just always finds a way, finds his quarterback, and they find their way so they lose this following weekend. So, does that take the Big 12 out of it? has got because Oklahoma's out, are you good, or does Texas still give you hope? Uh,
0: I wasn't too impressed with Texas other than they can score. I mean, that they, that, that game, they put up 120 points, I think, uh, Texas. Yeah, what? 60-something. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, no, I, they're not out of it, but that's a bad loss. But they've lost to them twice now, man, That or two years in a row. Um, I will say, I have made two bets on Saturday. I bet on Kansas State plus 27 and a half. No and, way. And I bet on Mississippi State, I can't remember what the margin was there. It don't no matter. I, you won both of them then. Yeah, but if I would have if I would have bet on both of those teams to one, I would have made some real money. But I didn't do yeah. that. Skate uh,
1: money was, don't make no money, Scott. Skate money don't make no uh, money. No, no. No.
0: I was watching that <laughs> Oklahoma score. I was watching that Oklahoma score and uh, every time they scored early on, I was like, Oh, I'm toasting this one. But then give yeah. up a thirty five to fourteen lead. That's tough. That's tough, man. So
1: hey, a lot of big games still to go in college football this weekend. Texas A&M plays Alabama, and we've already talking about Georgia and Auburn and that big matchup. Um, college football is here, man. We got through week one for the SEC. We're still expecting the Big Ten to come later in October. So a lot of college football still to be played. Let's move on to the last but not least, the NBA. Yeah, Heat, Lakers. Now, before we discuss anything, who wins it? Who takes it? Lakers. No doubt. I'm with you all day. Hold Come on. on, LeBron. LeBron ain't going to let this happen again. I'm LeBron going to get his championship, and he's going to submit himself as one of the greatest of all time.
0: Which is a silly – a, it's a silly narrative to th- – you know, but I'm pulling for the heat, though. I, you, it's, you, I'm finding underdogs to pull for this this playoffs, you know? And when, when yeah. my team got in it, that's what I gravitate towards. So I'm pulling for the the, the blue-collar, hard nose heat.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I still think it's going to be a good series. Hope so. Uh, you know, you hope it's a good series. Jimmy Butler is one of those I call dogs uh, mm-hmm. who, who, who will find a way to, to will his team. Uh, I think they'll be competitive. Uh, but it's hard to go against LeBron and AD. It's going to be an interesting, interesting series. but. The Lakers will cement themselves, I think, at the end of the
0: year. I think, I think that um, the Heat are more well-rounded than the Lakers. You know, because in my opinion, you still got two players on the Lakers. The Heat. So does well-rounded be better talent? I mean, if there's more of them, possibly, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they've got more players contributing at a high level, I think, than the Lakers do now. You're talking about two of the greats right now in, on that Lakers team. But I, 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 I hope this is a competitive series. I mean, I want to watch good games, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, man, I think everybody's excited to watch this series get, uh, as it continues on and see if, you know, that he can make some noise in this thing. So, you had a few questions for me. Is that right?
0: Well, I've been, I've been hearing this, this narrative about championships in 2020, okay, People and this is this started months and months ago when they, they decided that they were going to start seasons and they were changing seasons and they were moving whole leagues to convention centers in Orlando and baseball is going to play a third of as many games. So here's my question to you: If you win a championship in 2020, do you deserve some kind of crazy asterisk saying ah, but but it was 2020?
1: Yeah, I think there's always going to be the but. That's what I think. Do I agree? Do I think it deserves an asterisk? No. But I think there will always be a but from a lot of people about what people had to overcome. We're talking about baseball not having a full season. Talking about basketball being in the bubble. Talking about football starting at different times. A lot of teams having eight games. Some having 10 games. Some having 12 games. There will always be the but, I believe, in the particular sport that we're talking about. But for me, I say this makes it even a better championship because you had to overcome a lot. You had to adapt to all these different situations, scenarios, tests. You had to do things that you won't usually do. So which team is more focused in all these different areas, I think makes them an even better team. So I think the butt goes on the other side of it as, they deserve it even more yeah. More than uh, but all these different things prohibited from doing X, Y, and Z. So I'm on that side, and that's how I feel about
0: it. Yeah, agree 100%. All right,
1: man. I think uh, I'm ready to talk to my man, Mackenzie Mills. Uh, I think everybody get a little uh, taste of what it's like to be a Major League Baseball player during these times, a minor leaguer, a lot of kids who are in his same boat. Uh, Going through these different situations. So, coming up next on the Triple Threat Podcast, Mackenzie Mills. Now, we welcome to the Triple Threat Podcast a guy who knows a lot about what's going on in the major leagues and also. Trying to get it right for himself. My man Mackenzie Mills joins the show, man. Drafted by the Nationals back in 2014, most recently with the Marlins. And man, Matt, how you doing? First off, man. A lot of stuff going on. We you know the yeah. COVID, everybody's affected by it. But uh first off, how you and your family, everybody doing?
2: Everybody good, everybody good. Like um, like I tell anybody, this is the first time I'm I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. And this is the first time in six years I've been in Atlanta this long. So, I got to spend a lot of time with, you know, my mom, my dad, my dog, my sister. So, you know, I definitely enjoy it. But, I mean, I'm used to playing baseball every summer. So, it's definitely an adjustment. But right now, everybody's good. Everybody's in good spirits.
1: Man, that's cool to hear, man. I know y'all know everybody's good and glad to hear that you're good, man. I I thought it'd be pretty cool to have a guy on who obviously knows a lot about uh, Mm – what's going on in the playoffs, big leagues, baseball, all that kind of right. stuff, but also for people to hear your story and what you're having to go through, because a lot of people don't really know, man. So uh, yeah. it's, it's cool to have you on, man. Just talk about how with these crazy times, everybody's lives have been altered. Everybody has to put stuff on pause. You just mentioned that you have been home this long in a long time. Yeah. Talk about uh, how COVID has affected you as a guy who, you know, played in the minor leagues and mm-hmm. now, you know, you're affected by – you know, COVID and all that kind of stuff. But talk about that situation and how it's affected you going forward with your baseball career.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll definitely say I uh, I made the transition in last year in November. I spent the whole offseason in Tampa. My agency had a, a workout program there that he said, my was like, hey, you know, come down there, you know, come get your work in. It's going to be good. You're going to work out five or six times a week, you know, do, do what you need to do to prepare yourself because this year is a big year for you. Um, two or three that last season I was in double A, had an up and down year, showed a lot of good potential. Like I said, showed a mid 90s fastball. I'm a big guy, so I'm, I'm about 6'4, 240 lefty. I can come Ooh, out the bullpen,
1: going off the hill <laughs> on that thing, boy,
2: yeah, 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 about, I could, <laughs> about come out the bullpen or I could start. Um, but you know, I wasn't consistent, I would have a good game, good game bad game, okay game, good game. You know, as you know, like I said, even if it's a regular job or you're a press athlete, you got the superstars and you got your guys, you know what you're going to get every single day. And oh, wow. I show flashes of greatness, but it just needs to be more consistent. So, anyway, like I said, I made the transition to Tampa um, and worked out hard for three four months. So, by the time Big League Camp, big league camp started, I was already down in Jupiter, Florida. That's where the Marlins had their spring training. They shared a facility with the Cardinals. So, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I'm in shape. Arm feels good. I got, I got a, I got a slider now. I got a new pitch in my arsenal. Or something, man. I'm gonna dominate this year. So Cam's going good. I'm pitching well. And then they send us home for two days. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's gonna blow over. Everything gonna be okay. So two days after that two day break, um they called said, hey, we're gonna have a big meeting. All the minor league teams, all the big league teams, we we'll have a big meeting. So they call us in. They said, hey, you know, we started to say this, but. Um, for right now, the baseball season's postponed
0: mm-hmm. for the big leagues and the
2: minor leagues. And, you know, everybody's really upset, but we understand everybody's scared because, you know, COVID was a new thing. Everybody's like, man, we don't we know this thing because everybody's getting sick. People are dying. So we didn't really know how right. serious it was. But the biggest thing, you know, the elephant in the room that everybody wanted to know was, you know, everybody did want to raise their hand. it was like, so... Are you guys still gonna be able to pay us? <laughs> right. I need, my, <laughs> I need my bread. That's what you're saying. I need, I need my cheese. Are <laughs> I mean, y'all gonna pay us? So it was funny because I'm sitting here like I, mean, I, I really don't know what he's gonna say. Because as as a lot of people know, know when you get drafted, there is essentially six to seven levels of baseball. When you get drafted, like, so I got drafted out of high school. Rather, right? you get drafted out of high school, D two, D three, D one, junior college, whatever there are steps to get to the big league. There's rookie ball, entry level. Then you got um short season, low A, high A, double A, triple A, big leagues. So it's not like basketball. You know, you got the G League. Go straight there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football, college, NFL. <laughs> or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's crazy. So like I said, everybody's like, you know, are you going to pay us? And he's like, man, um, since there's not a quote-unquote minor league season, um, in terms of your contract, we, we are not we don't have to pay y'all. So everybody's just saying, Oh what? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So everybody's like, Man, what's gonna happen? So I packed up my stuff, took a you know, took a flight home, left my car in Florida because I think you know, baseball's gonna resume at some point. Baseball's gonna be all good, you know, we're gonna go home, spend this time with our family, but we gotta figure That's out how nice. to make some money. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta find out how to make some money because it's like Big leaguers, you know, they either you spend a year or two, those guys are up there in camp, you know, they probably got a little some money in their pocket, so they they got money All not right. to hold them over. And All since right. they big leaguers, um, they were still getting per diem, and their per diem was like I think like 1200 a week or something like that, something. Uh, and they and they, I think they per like, diem $1,200, Matt, yeah, 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 yeah bro, yeah. come on, so that's like, yeah. a fun, something like something like that just for food money, and um. And I think they got like a, what they get, they got a uh, they got like a um, they got some of their season money up front. I think like they got like two months worth of season money up front. Yeah. And during this whole time, like I said, I'm home, I'm doing my I'm doing garage workouts, I'm putting sandbags together, doing doing whatever to stay in shape because I know I hey, this is anytime. gonna be a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any time they it could be a call that, hey, we need y'all to come back and it's gonna be who's ready and who's not ready. And if you're not ready, you're gonna struggle and if you're ready you may get an opportunity that you never thought you was going to be able to get. And I wanted to be one of those guys. So, um, yeah, like I said, working out, um, find a way to do some live, live battle practice with some of my teammates, a group of 30 guys, just trying to get better, just trying to, you know, stay in shape. And then you got, you know, the whole, you got the police brutality thing going on. You got the riots going on. Yes. You got, right, drive- right, force. Right. so it was a whole, it was a whole lot of just a lot of tension. And it was a situation where, you know, it was such like a, a a topic that Derek Jeter, you know, who owns who owns the Marlins, he said, hey, you know, let's have a conference. Let's have a talk. And, mm-hmm. you know, we – it was a Zoom call of about 200-plus guys, big leaguers and minor leaguers, and he said, hey, you know, we want to know what's going on because until you have a platform like a, a CC Sabathia or a Mookie right, Betts, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Yeah. You're not – like I said, you uh, – I ain't a big dog. yet. in my mind, I can think I'm a big no dog. No doubt. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah. But when
1: them dudes making all them $40, $50 million, you know, that's a whole different life.
2: 100%. My mom, she battles with me because I'm, I'm a little rebellious. I got the, the revolutionary mindset sometimes. People I just need to be quiet. And I'm like, man, but at, at the end of the day, what was going on in the world, this is bigger than baseball. This is bigger than me. If I had to sacrifice right. my career for the betterment of, you know, everybody else. In the world, just how you know Colin Kaepernick did, then you know you gonna do what you have to do. But right. um, that was the first time where you could actually, this, this, I say this summer was the first time where I could actually say something, vocalize it on a Twitter or a, a Instagram platform, and not feel like, damn, this is this is this gonna, am I gonna get a phone Wrong call? Set? Yeah, 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 100 percent because you, you know what I mean? Because the day you, you know, I already know. know. You already know what's going on, so you know that happened, and then, you know they and then they thought out and said, "Hey, we're not, we're going to cancel the minor league season," and that was a big blow. But the biggest thing, like I you said, you see guys on TV now. They said, "Hey, we're going to make a 60 man roster. Six man roster is going to be guys that are going to stay out the alternative camp and guys, you know, 30 the 30 big league guys, 30 man's on the um, mm-hmm. on the so uh, I still remember this day like it was yesterday. So like I said, I I got drafted back in 2014. When you sign a contract out of high school, you get seven years. Seven years to, until you become a free agent, and then you're able to negotiate your own contract. If you're out of college, you get five years. So one day I was, you know, doing live BP, got my work in, parked my car, I got a phone call. It was from Miami, Florida. I said, okay, well, you know, they was figuring out how to make roster soon. And they called me and said, hey, Matt, you know, it's nothing against you. We think you're a good ball player. But um, – we just don't need your help right now. So we're gonna give you your we're gonna give you your release. We're gonna give you your your free agency. So and that was hard. I didn't know how to feel. I came in the house, you know, I was upset. You know, my mom and dad tried to calm me, calm me down, but you know, like I said, it, it was a moment of just like somebody told me, and like I said, I got traded to the Marlins. I started my career with the Nationals, got traded to the Philadelphia Phillies, got traded to the Mons. So like I said, I've been in two, two big league trades. Each trade I've been in has been straight up for a big league. And, wow. you know, being, being able to do that, being able to have that, you know, notch on my belt, like, it's cool, it's great. So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, okay, so, you know, they care about me. They care, mm-hmm. but they're they going to give me the opportunity. And Since when I came over there, and at, at the end of the day, you can, only, you can only do so much. And I understand I have to look myself in the mirror to where it's like, all right, well, what could I have done better? Or could right. I have really have done all I can and still not get the opportunity? Then, you know, then, then your hands are tied. Like I said, they tell me, once the ball leaves your hand, you know, mm-hmm. control what you can control. Mm-hmm. And I told my agent, like, hey, you know, they just they just let me go. He's like, man, don't even worry about it. You're going to be a free agent anyway in two months. Because once September, once the end of the season ends in September, then, you know, I'm granted full free free agency. Gotcha, so he's don't worry about it. But COVID has affected me because I had a big time frustration. Like I said, talking to my girlfriend, talking to my family because – I felt like an opportunity was t- taken from me that I didn't, I couldn't even control. It'd be different if I did it and then all right, got the boot. It's like you know I can go to sleep because you know I, I, I at least gave, you know, some type of effort. Right. But I literally had to, you know, sit home and get that phone call. And like I said, I'm not the first. I'm not the last. It was me and a thousand other ball players out there. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, man, do the Marlins not think? You know they not think I'm good enough. Is it is it true? Mm-hmm. Because you know is it a money thing? Like they are not making no money, so they want to cut a little. They want to cut a little salary. Because at this point, MLB had to grade to pay minor leaguers half of their salary. And you know it's something to put groceries, pay the light bill, you know pay pay the phone bill, whatever you got to do. Something right, right, like, right. Gas in your tank. But you know we we was we was grateful, and I was grateful. So whenever I got that phone call, I will say since that day till today right now. I still got, and then maybe you can even tell me, like I said, if there was a coach that ever doubted you or somebody done you wrong, Till this day, I still got this, I feel like th- this energy inside me that just makes me want to just, you know, just go crazy, just make, like, I see rain. I feel like anytime if I see a Marlins uniform or I see another... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I feel like, man, like, do I really need to focus my attention on that? So it's like, say if I get an opportunity to spring training where... You know, I do get to face them. I do get to, you know, get my revenge. It's like, how am I gonna feel after? Am I gonna feel complete, or is it just gonna be like, you know, maybe we can focus our energy and whoever doubted you, let's prove them wrong. They told you they felt like, you know, you wasn't gonna be able to get it done. So we are gonna prove them wrong. We are gonna prove them wrong and everybody else to be like, hey, like y'all effed up. Y'all messed up. Yeah.
0: So
2: yeah. That, like I said, that's been my mindset all, all, all the whole time I've been home.
0: So. So, Mackenzie, what's the next step? Do you – do you, um, is your agent talking to teams yet? Is there a certain time frame that has to pass before you're talking to another team about the potential for next year?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, like I said, since I've been home, I've been working out six days a week nonstop. It's, I, I've been on a grind. So, traditionally, how it works, when you become a free agent, um, it's a year-to-year basis. So – after the World Series, that's when teams are allowed to call you. Teams are not allowed to call you until after the World Series. So, after the World Series, in up my phone. God willing, shit, I should get some phone calls in. Like I said, I've, you know, been a prospect. I've had some trades behind me. I'm a serviceable guy. I've been to double-A, done the, complete the whole season. Because, essentially, when you get the double-A and you show some type of ability, you're essentially big league ready. So, um, yeah, like I said, I should get interest, hopefully. Um, I should get interest from at least four or five-plus teams I know. I may have a good shot to maybe sign back with the Nationals, which is my original team. I got a good relationship over there, and um, about three or four weeks ago, um, I just got interest from Taiwan um, nice. to play to play to play overseas. So that's definitely um, that's definitely encouraging. It lets me know, like, hey, well, you know, this this journey still has you know this journey is still going to continue because, like I said, after I got that phone call, I was just I was upset. And I also, as a lot of people think about it, it's like, man, like I don't know where my next paycheck's going to come from. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I, Like I said, that, that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing to deal with, especially at 24, because it's like, man, I'm so close. I'm right there. And then it was also hard because I'll even say, it, man, up to, up to the last couple of months, you see so many guys that you played with on a team or guys you played against and, you know, they making their debut. They're on the TV stand. They live in their dream, and I'm on the home in the couch watching Netflix. But all I can do is, like I said, what my buddy told me. He said, you know, if you worry about the next man's play, you're never going to worry about your own. So, are you going to sit here and feel sorry for yourself? Or are you going to get up back on that horse? You know, put another quarter in the machine, and you know, press play. And that's and that's all really I could I, I could do right now. But yeah, I say, right after the World Series, I should by the time November or late October rolls around. I should get um, some interest from uh, MLB teams and uh, a decent amount of overseas teams. let me ask
1: you this, man. I I think the stuff that you're going through, uh, a lot of people are dealing with it, not just people in sports. I mean, people who have regular lives, they deal with the same type of stuff. And we have a lot of kids who are going to grow up who want to be just like Matt. They want to make it, you know, to the big leagues. They want to get drafted. They want to, you know, play major baseball. What do you say to the kids who, because myself, I've been through it. I've been released, I've been cut, you know, in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. I've had all that kind of stuff happen, so I know what it feels like to wonder, where's my next paycheck coming from? What am I doing next in my life? So Mm -hmm. what do you tell the kids who are up and coming, who have those big dreams, but they're gonna be faced with that adversity, Mm -hmm. and you're right in the middle of it right now. What do Mm -hmm. you tell kids in the middle of that adversity, how to handle these situations, and how to move forward.
2: Yeah, be as mentally strong as possible. Be as mentally strong as possible. Like, for me, I feel like I'm a perfectionist. Sometimes I love, I love to be successful. If it's not in baseball, like, that's one thing in life. I would love to be, I love to be, I'm very impatient sometimes,
1: <laughs> I, love yeah. be, I
2: love to be successful. I, I hate people telling me I can't do something. So I would definitely say the one thing I struggle with is, is failure. And I just got done reading the book uh, called Relentless. It was, I uh, talked about, you know, uh, he was a mentor for Kobe Bryant, uh, Dwayne Wade. And he, he told me the book read, you know, failure is what you make it. If you choose to accept failure, then you're going to be a failure. So if you ever have any type of, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever have any type of adversity, I would say you have to teach it. You have to look at it as a learning type of situation because, from the minute I started competitive, you know, travel baseball, you know, I would deal with that verse. I wasn't the best player on the team or, um, you know, I didn't get the best opportunities. But I could look right now and be like, I'm the only I'm the only guy playing that played with a whole bunch of guys that I thought that was better than me or had the advantage over me. So I would, I would literally tell kids that it's definitely capitalize on the physical part of your your game. But I feel like if you're a if your mental side – is stronger than your physical side, you're going to be a superstar. Because if you have that at a, at a younger age, you know, the sky's the limit. For me, mentally, like I said, I don't I like to lose. I, I I I hate to fail. I hate to lose. But in ba- baseball, <laughs> no it, it's, a, it's a cliche, game of failure that I don't like to lose at. You're going you're gonna to no. lose 70% of the time. So I would say continue to any type of failure or, you know, some something you're going through, I would definitely say, to do it as a, a a learning type of situation. It's like, yeah, you got to learn from it. because if you don't learn from it, you're not going to progress on it. And if you keep on, you know, thinking about it, if you keep on harping on it or you're always looking for words of affirmation, which I, I do, you know, it's never going to go away. You're never going to, if you look at the past too much, you're going to mess yourself up. Stay in the now. And the one thing I'm learning now is, man, you know what? Be thankful that God woke you up this morning. You know, oh you know go go hey, outside. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So, so, like I said, like I said, there was a time for a good week. After I got that phone call, I was just like, man, like, yeah. this sucks. This. So like I said, you you probably like I said, you've been through it too. So it's kind of just know. like, this this sucks. The one person that got me motivated when I saw um, when I saw Catholic working out the gospel music, I said, oh, he in a different mode. <laughs> he in a different mode. He, he. Yeah, he in a different headspace,
1: <laughs> <like> yeah. <laughs> he <in> right
2: there. <laughs> yeah. And that's where that's where I felt like I was. I was like, man, like. Man, Kavlan felt like they done they said man, they done forgot about it. They done gave up on something like, man, I, I I felt that. I felt that. So like I said, I would I'll would just tell kids like you gotta teach it that's learned a lesson. Like, if somebody else don't like you, if one person don't like you, somebody else will. You, and you get to prove that next person wrong. True. Would, yeah.
0: like that. <laughs> hey, hey Mac. Um let me ask you a question. I'm watching the Braves right now going into yeah. the eleventh inning scoreless. The the <laughs> Max Breed and Trevor Bauer have battled it out. It's an amazing game. Um, right. Do us a favor. Tell us mm-hmm. what you think about your take on these playoffs. We've got, we got 16 teams, more than, any, more than ever, for, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, they decided because of COVID they would add playoff teams. Yeah. Um, but, they got, <laughs> you know, tell us wh- – wh- give us some, some ideas, um, some things to bet on. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, g- give us some, some – you, do you see any, any surprise teams making a deep run? And and, and, well, and finish giving us your World Series picks.
2: Yeah, I, I say surprise run. I, I told somebody today at the gym, I said, you know, they work, you know, damn near the most hated team in baseball, the Astros. I said, don't be surprised if the
0: Astros don't. Make
2: oh. <laughs> what did that be? People going to blow them
0: through the screen, bro. They going to boo them through the screen. Nobody wants that.
2: <laughs> I said, Astros, like I said, I'm like I said, I'm a diehard Braves fan. You know, hopefully maybe one day I get to play for them. So, you know, I would love to see the Braves. You know, get deep into the playoffs, and you know, even make a World Series appearance. Because I know that would be great for the city of Atlanta. You know, unfortunately, the the Falcons ain't doing it for the city, so I need the Braves to to step it up. Um, they are gonna get it right, bro. Come on, they gonna get it right. Come on.
1: You from the ATM, baby. Come on, you gotta talk him up, man. You gotta talk them hey,
2: up. Hey, hey, they need to stop blowing leads, and I. <laughs> I need them to figure it out. Um, yeah, and then I mean, shoot, even even my former uh, organization, the Marlins. Like I said, they haven't. This is the first time in a long time where they've definitely made a jump and put themselves in a position to where they can do something in the playoffs. So they got a lot of good young pitching, a lot of former teammates, a lot of buddies that I have on that team, a lot of good young ball club. They're a young ball club, so I wouldn't be surprised that maybe they even get fired. Right now they're facing the Cubs, who got a lot of bats. So that's one thing they got to go through. But yeah, I would I, say the. Already said you already said you
1: wanted some little revenge versus the Marlins. So would you like like would you be mad like if they didn't make
2: it like. <laughs> Like, 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 be real, be, keep it a buck with me, with you? Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, yeah. hey, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, because like I said, the game, the game that they, they clinched, um, I think they were playing the Yankees and my buddy was pitching and he's a, he's a fellow lefty just like me. And I'm just like, I'm just sitting like, man, like, I could, I could do that. Could do that. <laughs> no doubt. Like, man, I, that, you know, that, that, that's what, that's what fuels me. That's what gets me kind of a little bit on the inside. Cause it's like, man, I don't care I who it is. Young. Yeah. I don't care who it is. Like I said, Justin, you form a buddy. Like I said, you you salute him. You you wish him all the best. You hope he wins a side young. Yeah, I hope my, one of my teammates wins a side young. I hope one of my buddies wins a batting title. But it's like, man, I could do that too. I could do that too. Yeah. Um, but, no, like I said, yeah, I, I hope I, I wish them all the best. <laughs> I, I wish
1: them all what a the best. What, what a smirk, though. What a smirk, though. What yeah, a yeah, smirk. Yeah. though.
2: But, <laughs> but if it's an opportunity where I, I thank yeah. you, got to give it to you.
1: Got to gotta, give, give him that smoke, huh? <laughs> I got I to gotta give it to you. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time, man. I know it uh, obviously is tough times for you, but I appreciate mm-hmm. you being able to open up your heart and tell people kind of the struggles, some of the stuff you're going through. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure everybody listening to this will be room for you, man. Kind of tell people where they can uh, find you, how they can follow you so they can, you know, see how this story uh, continues for you, man. So let everybody know where they can find you
2: yeah, yeah, and like I said, I appreciate you guys inviting me on. Like I said, the the story is slightly delayed, but the story's knocking in. I hope, like I said, I plan to play this game until I like 40 if God allows me to, and I know I have the ability, and I know I can get it done. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to follow me, um, Instagram is M McK- underscore uh, mills 14, and my Twitter handle is mackenzie mills 27. So oh, damn. Got got
1: Y'all make sure y'all go follow my dude, McKenzie, man. He's going to be up and coming. He's going to be striking out the Marlins here for a minute before we know it next year. <laughs> <UNC. laughs> All right, man. We appreciate you joining uh, the Triple Threat podcast, man. I'm sure a lot of people gonna get a lot out of this. And uh, it'll be exciting to see how the story continues for you, bro. So we appreciate you joining us, man. And uh, hopefully we have you back on in another time. And we'll be talking about you facing the Dodgers and, and, and yeah. crushing Scott. All right, man. Appreciate you, bro.